162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Today on the ZabeCast, we've got our NBA final set, Celtics versus Warriors. Jimmy Butler's shot was a second-guesser's dream. Another high-profile man slap. Andy Poland joins me. Wonder if he's map-quested directions to Woodbridge. All that plus Annie Agar has opened up the offense. Your bonus, uncensored, 35-minute wild ride of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Thank you for downloading. Let's get to it. Hope you had a good, thoughtful, and appreciative Memorial Day 2022. Remember, it is not Veterans Day, it's Memorial Day. And there is a big difference, and it is something that I have, I think, sloppily conflated over the years. And I was reminded of this by a military buddy who served, and um Veterans Day is when you thank veterans. Veterans Day, though, is November 11th coming up this year. It's in November. Now, we do things on Veterans Day, which is great, but this is a big holiday. This is the start of summer. Seems like we should be able to, in addition to somberly appreciating those men and women who gave their full measure of devotion to this great country, in addition to thanking veterans who are alive and can take our thanks. I, I mean, I, I would like to do both because it's hard to find a family who has lost somebody serving this country and then to say, I'm so sorry for your loss and thank you for your loss. I just, now I'm going to go eat a hot dog. I, like, I don't know. I don't really know anybody that has lost somebody. Uh, to serving this country. So it just seems a bit awkward. I don't know. Maybe it's just a me thing. Hopefully you took a moment to appreciate and be thoughtful and sober and humble and then went out and crushed it on our Monday off. I know I crushed three ears of delicious white corn out of the gate. I don't know where it's coming from. My wife got it at the grocery store. Must be from North Carolina, probably Florida maybe. Somewhere south. It was great. Used to be to get really good white corn, sweet white corn. You had to wait until deep into July or maybe August. And then even then, it was hit or miss. It was like, well, how is it? Let's see. You know, it's a little bit mealy. It's a little bit, uh, you know, nowadays they're getting so much better. I wouldn't be shocked if it is heavily genetically modified to be more perfect than ever. But I killed it. So summer is officially on. 
and Annie Agar is done running the football. She is now throwing it. She is the 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 Texas Tech run and shoot offense circa 2014 with um oh who was the wide receiver for the Niners that uh Richard Sherman punked so badly Crabtree yeah Annie Agar if you don't know is the gal who has been doing these so-called NFL Zoom call meetings Mondays after the weekend of the NFL and she puts on different t-shirts and hats of different teams and pretends to uh, moderate like the problems of each team. And okay, hold on a second. Wait, okay. Uh, Giants, what do you have to report on? And it, it's cute. It's nice. She's cute. She's nice. And she's gained quite a following. Well, my buddies have now sent photos of her in the last couple of weeks in which she's clearly stepping up her glamour game on social media. More dresses, more sexy outfits. Uh, There was a photo this weekend of her in the quintessential red, white, and blue bikini on a national holiday. Memorial Day, 4th of July. It's the Jessica Simpson. You get a blonde gal with a great smile and put her in 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 a slamming body and you put her in a red, white, and blue stars and stripe bikini. Home run. It's over. It's that simple. So I said to the boys on the text thread, I said, Annie Agar is done running the football. She has been running the football, conservative offense, so far, as she has gained a certain degree of viral fame. Now she's throwing it. And I think that if she can accept what comes with this, if she can lean into the wild ride that will begin and the downsides of this, I think she's got a million-dollar bit potentially going on if she leverages it and if she's comfortable with being that person. You know, Paige Spiranek, who is uh, the gal who really went viral because she had a good swing, at least to the eye. You're like, oh, wow, that form looks great. And wow. And holy cow, look at her body. (laughs) Pa-pow, pa-pow. And she went viral, and then she sort of said, oh, this is great. I'm, I'm becoming sort of famous, and this is wonderful. And then, you know, the scumbags came out, and it, it rattled her. You know, she didn't like the fact that she was a bit of a sex symbol and a social media object. And I remember she did interviews about this and how she was uncomfortable by it, and she uh, suffered anxiety because of it, and I appreciate that. But now, what has Paige Spiranak done? Is she now off social media, working a desk job? No, she's making a living, being sort of a well-known social media, viral, video-famous female golf model. She doesn't seem, though, to be fully embracing of it. If Annie Agar can hold on to the dragon ride that she looks like she's about to embark upon, oh, I think she's she could make a lot of money. And I know people are already saying, <laughs> OnlyFans, you know where this is headed, Zabe. I don't know if it's headed to OnlyFans. I mean, you know, we'll see about that. Uh, can OnlyFans, uh, can you keep it clean on OnlyFans? Or do you really make money? You're going to have to show somebody something. I don't know. All I know is it is Andy Poland time. 
Hello. So have you already map quested Rockville, Maryland, sister city to Pinneberg, Germany, to Woodbridge, Virginia on a Sunday afternoon? Yes, I did. I and? looked at it right away. And I found that I'm actually much more convenient to go to Baltimore if I desire to see <laughs> what? an NFL game. What a shock about that. We're going to get into this, uh, the week that was for the Commanders and their potential new stadium. I can't remember if you and I chatted last week once this stuff came out. Did we? We did. We did. And we, we discussed the distances between the uh, two places. Okay. And, uh and I, and I, you but know, there I was there you. was subsequent fallout afterwards, including the state senator, who mm-hmm. pretty much body bagged the team and <laughs> yeah. said he can't support it. So we'll get to that. And of course, uh, I believe uh, Jack Del Rio weighed in as well. Oh, yeah. All right. But before we get to that, let's start with the Celtics and the Warriors, your NBA finals. It's hard to get a better matchup, I'd say, for the casual fan than what they landed on here. Because you know, Dallas versus Miami would have been a matchup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's funny that that when you think of in, at my age, you think of the Celtics, you think of Bird, Parrish, and McHale. Like, like you know, everybody <laughs> would know those names. And, and the Warriors are kind of like that with Draymond and the Splash Brothers. And so you have this familiar group that's won three championships playing kind of the new bloods, but it's the oldest of bloods in the NBA, the Celtics, who have been, you know, the most successful right. franchise in the history of the league. So it, it's it's kind of a cool thing. And you've got, you know, you've got some relatively recognizable names on the Celtics, but they're young guys. The institutional names are on the Warriors. Yeah. That said, the Jimmy Butler pull-up three, when they mm-hmm. looked like they had a chance to really put the Celtics in a choker's position that was unfathomable, wasting an 11-point lead in the, what, final two minutes and change mm-hmm. of that game, is the ultimate second-guesser's paradise. Where do you stand on where that shot will fall in history as a decision? Well, because it's not the finals, it's, it's not going to quite stand up to, to some of them, but it, it will be memorable. And I was thinking at the time, what is he doing? Because... This is the oldest of old school, new school guys. He said, I would like a game where I don't take any threes. He took four of them last night, hit one of them. But with the way the momentum was going and with the way he plays his game and his ability to hit free throws, I know he was only 8 of 11 last night. But in the previous game, he was 11 for 11. Sure. I thought it was crazy. Plus the time, even if he hits the three. There's there was still what? 12, seconds, 12 seconds to go. Yeah, there's about 12 seconds to go. I would not have literally won the game. Yeah. I heard the best defense of that shot from Dan Lebetard. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, he did an instant podcast after the game courtside, and he said, look, this Heat team was shot. Yep. They uh, had the Celtics reeling, and he figured, look, okay, maybe I drive and get a layup. Maybe I drive and get fouled and make two free throws. Maybe we go to overtime. But, you know, what do we have on offense right now? We got uh, this guy, Max, uh, what's his last name? Some scrub who we're just learning his name, basically, uh, shooting deep threes. You got Kyle Lowry trying to draw an offensive foul every time down the court. You had Jimmy Butler do what he did. Bam out of bio with 15 footers. You had nothing offensively without um, you know, Tyler Hero. So why yeah. not take a shot? Why not say I can live with this puncher's chance at winning it? 
I said, you yeah, know what? That's not the I, worst defense I've ever heard. And I heard that side of it too. And and you could certainly make a case for it. Max Struess. Max Struess. Yeah. Struess, right? They they gave uh, Robin Duncan Robinson ninety million dollars, and they can't play him. So I know. That's that's really great. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I understand that position. And and yes, if if you have that. But again, I don't think it necessarily wins the game because if he hits the three. The ball comes to half court, and Boston is is still only down one at that point. If he hits the three, you know they can get to the line. They can hit a two. There's a lot of options. So uh, I I thought he would dance with the one who brung him, and his game is getting to the rack. True. It was not, however, a wide open layup. Yes, right. Horford was backpedaling, but Horford is an outstanding defensive shot blocking instinct guy you might have gotten past Horford and he might have timed it up so he could block you from behind cleanly without fouling you you may have not made both free throws if you got fouled on two you may have tied the game but they're still on a layup tie game 10 seconds left yeah so you're not in the greatest of positions I kind of look at it like hey you had an all-time shot just take it. Why not? You weren't supposed to even have a chance. So go for the knockout blow, even if it's not your game. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. But that said, it's uh, it reminds me of the great uh, soundbite or the great uh, skit from I think in Living Color about uh, every press conference ever after a losing game. Talk about momentum. Coach, 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 coach. When the game was on the line. You made a decision that didn't pan out, obviously. Why didn't you decide to do the other thing that would have panned out 100%? I mean, that's what I would have done. The thing that would have worked. The thing that you didn't do. I'm sorry. Who are you? Obnoxious reporter, some East Coast paper. Yeah. So, not a coach, but yeah. Why didn't you do the other thing that would have worked out 100%? Because that's sports. So, I have a short list of the worst shots in sports history. Okay. In no particular order. It includes a couple of football, quote, shots. It includes a shot that did not happen but would have been the worst shot ever. And it's sort of a grab bag. I'll let you comment as I go down the list. This is not in order either. Okay? Okay. Trajan Langdon dribbling the ball off his foot against UConn in the final seconds against uh, UConn for Duke. Uh, he was with Duke, and they had an NBA yep. lottery pick in Corey Maggette, could, who could have gotten his own shot because he had much more of an NBA game. But because Maggette was a, a freshman and Langdon mm-hmm. was a senior, uh, Coach K drew the, the playoff for Trajan Dan- Langdon, never got the shot off. I was courtside for that, as a matter of oh. fact. And it, was, it was at the press conference where Coach K, who hung around until he was, what, 75 years old, said, oh, I don't coach to win championships. I coach for relationships. And, <laughs> and my my relationship with Trajan Langdon, it's so sad that it's over. Right. Yeah, Corey, Corey Maggette, uh was a lottery pick. He was a freshman, actually sixth man on that team. And uh, But, but yeah, to that, win that, the game, he yeah. was their best, most explosive player. Right, but, right. Yeah. Langdon, Langdon was not an NBA player, and uh, he took the last shot, and they paid for it. Well, I, I don't think he took the last shot. He, I don't think they got it off. I think he dribbled it yeah, off his front right. driving. That's right. That's uh, right. Didn't even get a chance to get it up. I also seem to recall worst shots in sports history. Dennis Rodman took a shot against the Lakers in the final minute of Game 7 
as wow. the Pistons race down the court. One of our throbbing brain listeners will fill me in on this. But yeah, mm. I, I remember it was like, whoa, what are you doing, man? I mean, yeah. this was Rodman pre-tattoos, but he still couldn't shoot a lick. And yeah. he really didn't run any offense. And he just like jacked up a 20-footer. That was Pistons a brick. And Rodman, it's like, what are you yeah. doing? Pistons Rodman used to shoot uh, when he was with briefly San Antonio and Chicago. As soon as he'd get the ball, it was like a hot potato. He'd, he'd give it up. He didn't want any, anything to do with it unless yeah. it was a rebound. Worst shots mm-hmm. in sports history, Kobe airballing threes, multiple threes, as yeah. a rookie in the first round of the playoffs against Utah. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, he, he had a long way to go. He he uh, he was 17 years old when he came in the NBA. Yeah. And, uh, but he was yeah, not he afraid learned. to shoot. He was nope. not afraid nope. to shoot. He was like, well, I'm open. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Worst shots in sports history, Russell Wilson throwing the ball instead of giving it to Marshawn Lynch. Not technically a shot, Andy. But still. Yeah, and, and you know, that play apparently was sent in from the sidelines. It would seem to me, if you're Russell Wilson, you audible out of that. But I guess he wanted to be the Super Bowl hero and throw the touchdown pass rather right. than be the one just handed off to Marshall on Lynch who would get all the glory. Worst shots in sports history. Not a shot, but a kick. Mike Vanderjacked whiffing <laughs> his game winner against the Steelers after a fumble that was almost returned for a touchdown in the waning seconds of their playoff game against the Steelers. Missed it wide right, going further right, off your television screen when he was the most accurate kicker in the league. Liquored up kicker. He did the same when he was kicking for the Cowboys in the game against Washington, I want to say, 2006. It was blocked. Yeah. And then returned by Sean Taylor. There was a penalty on the play, so the game was not over. It gave the Redskins a free field goal attempt with no time on the clock, and they hit it. To win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went from uh, a chip shot to win the game to being the GOAT that <laughs> lost the game. Exactly. Uh, worst shots in sports history. This one did not happen, Andy. Did not happen, but would have been the worst shot ever. Jean Vandeveld at the British <laughs> Open climbed down into one of the uh, burns, as they call them, or the, the, the water hazards at Carnoustie, mm-hmm. rolled up his pant legs, and took a thought at, can I hit this ball out of the mud some five to six feet in the air over a brick wall into play, and then decided better against it. That would have been the most disastrous shot. That was impossible to think he could do that, so he didn't take the shot. Even even with the complete meltdown on 18, he still got to a playoff, didn't he? Yes, he did, and lost yeah. the playoff. Yeah, he made like right. an eight-footer for a double. Uh, and yeah. made the playoff. Lost in the playoff, though. Uh, let's see. Uh, worst shots in sports history. Brett Favre's dong shot that he sent to Jen Sturger. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one, yeah. <laughs> uh, worst shots in sports history. Matt Hasselbeck calling his shot. We'll yep. take the ball, and we're going to win the game. A yep. pick yep. six by Al Harris of the Packers later, and he wishes he never said that. January 2004. I remember that well. Yep. All right, we're shots in sports history. Robin Ventura takes his shot at the Texas legend, Nolan Ryan, and says, okay, I'm going to charge the mound. How did that work out? <laughs> yeah, Ryan was 46 years old when he taught that whippersnapper a lesson. <laughs> Just put him in an immediate headlock and started yep. punching him in the head. 
repeatedly. I heard I heard Ryan on with Rich Eisen uh, a month or two ago. He's got a book out or a movie out or something. He said, you know, with all that he did, you know, basically lapping the field for the strikeout record, and 300 wins, and seven no-hitters, he said he gets asked about that more than anything else. Really? Funny yep. how that is. Yep. All right. Worst shots in sports history. Got two more. Plaxico Burris shoots himself in the leg at a nightclub and because of New York's very strict gun laws, goes to jail for several years because of it. Yep, showed up in sweatpants and put his gun in the waistband (laughs) and it slipped and he went to jail. Yeah, what a dummy. What Uh, a dummy. My last one, worst shots in sports history. Uh, Christopher Darden saying, okay, it's worth a shot. Have OJ try on the gloves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marsha Clark did not want that to happen. If the <laughs> gloves don't fit, you must acquit. Yeah, they had been dried out by blood, obviously. Uh, he had to wear latex gloves to preserve the evidence underneath. And then he spread mm. his fingers out like, uh, they don't yeah. fit. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. 162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, That said, uh, who do you like in the finals? Uh, NBA? Yeah. Yeah, I think Golden State's going to win. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, I, and and I, I, it's, it's also interesting in that, you know, they won two with Kevin Durant, and he was MVP in both of them. If they win this, this would bookend his two championships. And really, I mean, that, that really tells you how great Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are if they win and that they would have won two of them without him. Yeah. I remember when there was a rumor of Clay Thompson for Kevin Love when Kevin mm-hmm. Love was the flavor of the moment in the NBA. And Golden yep. State said, no, we're not giving him up. And nobody really kind of knew how good Clay Thompson could be. But, man, he is – like, as a player, it's hard to pigeonhole him 
because he's not super flashy. Mm-hmm. He is not necessarily a two-way player defensively. He's okay, but he is such a deadly shooter. He is such a good number two to Steph Curry. Man, he uh, you know, he is proving his worth more and more all the time. Yeah, it's like having two all-pro wide receivers. You you can't double them. Yeah, he's like the John Taylor of basketball. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That for a comparison. Very good. Okay, very good. Very good. good. Hey, come on, as we like to say. (laughs) Uh, Did you see this fantasy football spat in Major League Baseball? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's over uh, hiding injuries on a, a list of protected players or something. I'm not a fantasy football player, so I can't tell you. About so this, but, yeah. Tommy Tommy Pham, uh, outfielder for the Cincinnati Reds, got a three-game suspension for slapping the Giants' Jock Peterson before a game as they lingered in the outfield, the two of them, over a fantasy football dispute that had gone on in the offseason. What apparently sent Pham over the edge was a gif, a gif that uh, Peterson sent of a weightlifting fail where one woman throws a kettlebell in the air and it lands on her head, crushing her, and they superimposed the Padres logo on the fail because that's what San Diego did in the playoffs last year. You know, as you often say about athletes, it makes sense to To them. them. (laughs) (laughs) They live in a world that only makes sense to them. And it was something dumb like IR... You know, injured reserve rules and stashing players. That's what the dispute was about. Yeah. Now, this is Major League Baseball players. So it's, you know, not a league where it's 20 bucks to enter, I think. You know, maybe you're talking about a significant amount of money, but still, you know, and, and slapping him where you know everything is, is on tape now. There's, there's right. video of him slapping him in the outfield. Not smart. Not smart. Yeah. Uh, he said, I'm a big dog in Vegas, says Tommy Pham. I'm a high roller at many casinos. And he mm. didn't like the fact that uh, Peterson made disrespectful comments and also that he was, quote, messing with my money. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that, like, at first, nobody knew what the actual GIF was or GIF that had set him over the edge. But within hours, the internet found it. They're like, oh, is yep. it this one right here? They're like, yep, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the other dumber or more trivial athlete arguments and or fights because there have been quite Ooh. a few. Like what got Stephen Westbrook and Michael uh, or Michael Westbrook Michael and Stephen Michael Westbrook and Stephen Davis into the fight on the sideline as members of the same team with the Redskins? It wasn't actually a fight. It was well, Westbrook it was attack. attack- yeah, attacking him. Uh, Davis was injured. Was not in uniform. And oh, you got the video of Westbrook basically, you know, pummeling him. And from what I understand, it has to do with sexuality. Uh, now, I don't know the sexuality of Westbrook. This goes back 25 years. So, you know, it seemed to matter more then. But I think that's that's basically what the dispute was about, whether the, his sexuality was questioned or something that Davis said. But that's that's apparently what led to it. I believe Charles Oaks, Oakley once just went up and threw a ball uh, at Tyrone Hill. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Toronto's Charles Oakley was suspended for one game without pay 
and fined ten grand for confronting Philadelphia's Tyrone Hill and striking wow. him in the head with a basketball following morning shoot-around. According to reports, Oakley uh, was mad about some money that was owed. He had also punched Jeff McGinnis of the Clippers during a shoot-around for owing him money as well. So Oakley mm. was old school like that. You don't fuck with him. Yeah, there's also the, the woman disputes. Uh, there's one involving Tracy Murray when he was with the then Bullets. I'm oh, trying to remember yeah. who it was with. But, yes, we've had, had those, you know, the chivalry that kicks in, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. chivalry, testosterone, you name it, whatever yeah. you want to call it. All right, let's, uh, let's get back to the commanders real quick. Do you think they're going to build this stadium in Woodbridge? No. No. I think, no, I think they're going to build the stadium in Landover, and it's going to be built closer to the Morgan Boulevard station, and it will not be open in time for the ninth or 2028 season because it's still going to you know, be posking around with the various jurisdictions. But look, it, it's, it's not going to happen in the district. The, what they want to build, this you know, commander's land with hotels and restaurants and, and casinos, that's not going to happen on federal land in the district. Virginia is looking at them, but they go, we really, you know, don't want this guy. And, and nobody really wants them to be in Woodbridge anyway. So what are their options? Their options are to stay where they are on the land that Dan Snyder owns. Yeah, but they have, they have very wonderfully drawn sort of yeah. uh, mock-ups with, right. you know, <laughs> sketches of what commander fans would look like flocking to this new haven of retail, lodging, right restaurants and fun andy a because. short 45 minute drive without traffic made your very uh down to woodbridge virginia yeah, Come on. yeah but, but what they want they want the legislature from virginia to approve this so that they have some leverage right now maryland's offering 400 million dollars and it's it's pretty much like okay we're going to take care of the Orioles, we're going to take care of the ravens we're giving them money to fix up their stadium which are all the way by the way great and, and in comparison to the dump that's in Landover, like 100,000 times better right now. And so right. they say, here, here's your $400 million. Fix yourself up and stop bothering us. You know, I never in a million years thought I would say this, but actually building a new one at Raljon is probably the best option. <laughs> it's hard for me to even get my head around the fact that that may well be the case. Right, but I mean, yeah, it's not Snyder's fault that it is there. That was done by Jack Ken Cook. No, but here's but, the thing: if you built this new stadium, which would be fully indoors, how do you feel about that? By the way, well, because that's the way you have to do it now. That, that, you don't that, have to. The, you can do a retractable no. roof, Andy. You could, but but what what would a retractable make you, roof make you feel better? By the way, I assume you hate it that it's that it's closed. Yeah, but but I'm I'm at the point now where I don't think I'll ever go to a game again. I don't want to go where they whoa, are. Whoa, 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 Never? No, I'm a, I'm a TV fan. I I, 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 I like them, watching them on TV more than going, especially <laughs> where they are right now. I'm going to go with you when you uh, go to your Packer game as cool. a social event. But but I, as far as my fandom, no, it stinks. It, the whole experience stinks Andy, and if it the was, home experience is great if it's a beautiful new stadium that's built right that's the right size that's comfortable not too hot in the early months not too cold and wet in the later months big jumbotron inside and if it's a, if it's at the same site as the old dump 
guess what? At least we know how to get there as fans. Okay. At least what? Seriously, we know how to navigate the stupid yeah. ass side roads around Landover, Maryland. I mean, there's there's a lot to be said for that. At least right. if you just put a better stadium there, it would, would feel like a huge upgrade. I don't like indoor football anyway, right. I, and I went I went to all of Earl Campbell's rookie uh, year games at, at uh, Houston Astrodome, and I went to some baseball games there too. I don't like coming out of a sporting event and feeling like I've been in the movies for three hours. It just doesn't have that same yeah. type of feel. Okay. So, again, let them play on television. I like them on television. I have 65 inches of beautiful <laughs> HD. I like that. And I think that's what was ringing in the head of the Virginia politician yeah. who was saying, look, this is not the Washington Redskins that bound the D.C. area together and was a source of pride for years and years and won three Super Bowls. They're a different team and name. He said they don't really have any fans, which was a real shot yeah. to the solar plexus. And he said, I'm not sure if they're viable. Now, everyone knows NFL teams are fully viable. They're never going to go right. away. They're always going to go up in value. But what he meant to say, or what he should have said is, this project won't be viable if we build it and still nobody comes, like Andy Poland in front of a 65-inch TV. Yeah, but, but people will come. You're only talking about 10 football. What do you mean, people? You're, 50 people. Andy, never underestimate the number of people who won't come, no matter how right. nice the stadium is. You just made the argument yourself. But there, there will be. This will be like Jerry World. There will be other events there. It's Andy. indoors, so they can have Final Fours there. They can have other things. And and to, he said something about it would be a public – I forget what he called it, but but something that would be Poodog, like left behind. White elephant. Look, Snyder is not going to go to St. Louis. No, if he spends if he spends two billion dollars to build a stadium, he's not going to abandon it because nobody's showing up to see his games. Okay, but still, nothing is around the current FedEx Field for the most part. Right. So the notion that oh well, we're going to build it out here, but don't worry, there's going to be stuff that crops up. People aren't going to want to stay there. Just like they're not going to want to stay in Woodbridge, even if there is a Fuddruckers. Or right. a Hampton Inn. They 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 they, they, don't, they, they want, they're going to go down there, gritting their teeth, and they be like, "Great, the game's over. Let's get the fuck home." Hopefully <laughs> before midnight. Right, but but what they're proposing is building a city so that yeah, after the I, I game know. you go to a yeah. restaurant, yeah. you go to a yeah. hotel, you go yeah. to a casino. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No one's going to do that, Andy. It's Woodbridge, not. Virginia. I know. You know what's down there? I wouldn't go anyway. It's you know, inside the river. You know what's it's down there? Me. You know what's down there? Nothing. Nothing's down there. Just because you build something that's in the middle of nothing doesn't make it something. It's a place people are going to still want to leave. You can go to all those other things closer to home without being stuck in Woodbridge. So. Okay. You, you don't have to sell me. I, 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 I know. I, I know. I don't want it. You know, I, 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 you know. All right. Last, last ad on this, and then we'll let you go. You mentioned uh, you don't like coming out of a, a stadium feeling like you've been to a movie. Did you go to the movie that is crushing box office records this Memorial Day weekend, Top Gun Maverick? You know, I I heard that it was being made, and I saw the original (laughs) Top Gun. Is this a no? Is Andy Poland, noted moviegoer, saying you did not see Top Gun? No, I haven't seen it yet, and I I may see it, but my point being is (laughs) – that I'm surprised at how excited people are about this movie. Why do you think that's the case? 
well, part of it is people have been stuck inside with the pandemic and haven't gone to the movies, haven't had a real reason. It's to the go. first is- big blockbuster since yeah. the pandemic. Bankable yeah. star and Tom Cruise. They used real airplanes, not the CGI bullshit. There's a big mm-hmm. nostalgia factor to it as well. So there's a lot of stuff going for it. Apparently, it's a good story too. I, I want that's what I hear. Everything about it is very good. I did I did have lunch in the bar in San Diego where they filmed some of that, the original movie. I remember that. Uh, okay. One of the Super Bowls there. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't, um, but it's not, it's not on my top 10 of all time movies, Top okay. Gun. It's good, but not, okay. not one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you wanted to chime in on before we let you go? Uh, no, no. Maryland, really. Maryland baseball hosting a regional. Yeah. They're hosting really a regional. good. Our friend, Randy Ramsey, who used to uh, yeah, run one of the Washington Golf Centers? His son pitches for Maryland. Had a perfect game oh, earlier this year. I remember that. I didn't know that was his son. That's yes, that's, that's our also, boy Randy Ramsey's kid. He's freaking flamethrower. He's going to be in the majors. And, and Mazel Tov to the Maryland lacrosse team. I watched today as they wrapped up an undefeated season, beat Cornell. Yep. It's great. Champions and a perfect yep. season. Good for them. Lacrosse is a completely garbage sport. But that said, uh, I know I people love it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I've angered Lacrosse Nation enough. If you yep. love lacrosse, God bless you. Maryland lacrosse is absolutely at the elite level with Johns yep. Hopkins and who else? Uh, the Cornell, who they beat. Syracuse. Syracuse, yeah, North right. Carolina has been good. Uh, yeah, there's they, a bunch of teams that are good, and the uh, Nats pitching stinks. Fetty is coughing up a lead again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just better hope the SEC never gets into lacrosse because then it'll be over. Enjoy no, it while you've got it as your niche sport in the Northeast. Won't, won't happen because it interferes with spring football. So, <laughs> All right, don't. very good. Yeah. All right, Andy, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. All right, Zach, take there care. You All right. Uh, We'll end on this. I waited about a week to comment, and I'll do so briefly here. Time me. 35 minutes in. Okay. Give me me two minutes here real quick. On the uh, horrible school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, it is a three-layer cake of problems. One, broken teenage boys over and over again. Isolated, fucked in the head, broken. Two, Schools and law enforcement who are not taking this threat seriously enough, and three, access to guns, the Second Amendment, the Second Amendment, and politics. Now, look, we need to find ways to reach teenage boys better, but we're always going to miss some. So that's not going to stop this. It may catch a few of them, but I'm not saying don't try to reach these boys, don't be more aware of their struggles, but that's not a solution. That's something that just has to be done from a societal standpoint. I think the most important thing is we've got to accept that this is where we are. They shoot up schools because it's easy, it makes them feel powerful, and it's a trend. As sick as it may be to accept, it is. It's like the Tide Pod Challenge, but with dead third grade bodies or the ice bucket. I mean, this is what it is. I wish it wasn't so, but it is a thing. My colleague, Drew Olson, at 97.3 The Game would often like to say, you know, Zabe, the culture is never wrong. The culture is never wrong. And I think it was his way of saying, look, you know, the culture is what the culture is. Now, he, he didn't mean this in terms of, you know, serious, awful things, but just sort of 
the culture and what kids like and the way things are going. It's his way of saying you're not going to change it. The culture, a lot of us feel like the culture is wrong in a lot of things, but it flows like a river where it flows. I want policies and actions that accept the reality of where we are, even if that is ugly and sickening and heartbreaking. We have got to fortify schools, period. We did so with cockpits and airports. Why not schools? How many billions of dollars were spent on ventilation, ventilation nationwide for COVID? We're not going to spend that much money or more to fortify schools to have a better, comprehensive, okay, this is really going to make it hard to get in and start shooting you know, kids like they're fish in a fucking barrel. We got to do it. Uh, the AR-15 thing, look, it's a powerful gun. It can kill people quickly, a lot of them, but it's a distraction. You know why? Because the Virginia Tech shooter, that guy used two handguns. I think it was a Sig Sauer. I looked this up in like a Walter PK. He did have an extended magazine, like a 33-shot magazine on the one handgun, but even if he had 12-shot uh, uh, bullet magazines, swapping them out takes two seconds. He locked the doors to the school building and then went classroom to classroom, which did not have locks on their doors. Even the, uh, the Navy Yard shooter uh, used a shotgun. He killed 12 people. Uh, there are plenty of other handguns that have been used in mass shootings. Now, the AR-15 is very deadly when used. Even the Sandy Hook psychopath used an AR-15, but I looked it up. He also had a Sig Sauer on him. He had a bolt-action rifle on him, didn't use either of them, but could have. He was shooting second graders. So there's 300 million guns in the country. There's the Second Amendment. You're not going to change either one of those facts. You're not. Accept the square we're on, even if it's ugly. There's lots and lots of long guns out there, by the way, many that don't look like the AR-15 that can carry magazines with multiple bullets. This is a reality. We have to accept it. That's, that's what, to me, nobody wants to say, well, I hate no, nobody wants to accept. Well, I don't say nobody wants to. I'll just say this. It's sickening to think we have to make our schools like voluntary prisons where it's really hard to get in and there's armed guards at the door. But what do you want? Do you want more of these? Also, the second layer is the law enforcement fiasco that's unfolding is beyond comprehension, that it took 40 minutes plus that uh, parents were hearing about the shooting, getting in their car, driving 30 minutes to school, and then standing outside and wanting to rush in to try to save their child and being handcuffed and arrested by the police. Apparently, everything, every policy, every strategy that was on the books for active school shooters ignored and the current administration will not send the FBI to investigate what went wrong, who, or, who ordered the stand down, what could they have done better, blah, blah, blah. They sent 15 FBI agents to Bubba Wallace's garage to take a look at a uh, hand pull, which they thought was a noose. They're not going to go investigate this. It's insane. And then, yes, the 18-year-olds buying guns is something that has to be looked at. Now, I know that Second Amendment supporters, of which I am, uh, know that every little thing that the opposition says about, well, we, we want sensible, common sense gun laws. It's just a start. It's a, it's a chunk off and they're going to keep chunking. They're going to keep going. So 
But when it comes to 18-year-olds buying guns, I mean, you know, I guess there's a bill in Congress for a background check, another level of national background checks that would close gun show loopholes, private sales, et cetera. I believe this kid bought his gun, including bought it on layaway, at a retail store. And that, he passed the background check. Because he had no criminal record. Because most of these teenagers have no criminal record when they snap and do this. Which is, it's hard to get your head around. But it is. If it was me, I'd say high-tech system, one entry point, every school, every public school, on up the line. Enlist retired military with full armor and their own AR-15s at the school. Because these... Rent-a-cops that are there, they're not going to trade fire with a kid who's got an AR-15. They're just not. That's been proven over and over. Happened in uh, Florida. The guard was on there. He's like, I ain't going in there. And it sucks to think that your kid's going to have to go to a school where they file into one entrance and there's two armed ex-Navy SEALs at the front door, full battle armor and long guns on them. But, but... What do you want? This is the square we're on. Holy shit, I've gone a lot longer than two minutes. Okay. Anyway, and there's a conversation about, well, shouldn't we at least monitor 18 to 21-year-olds who buy guns? I know I don't want the government spying on me or anyone else, but Google Google does. Amazon does. Your iPhone tracks you. I mean, you're telling me we can't go, hmm, okay. Well, here's an 18-year-old gun buyer. I bought a lot of ammunition. Just keep an eye on him. Let's just take a peek in here. How about people who buy Kevlar vests? I know that, like, okay, you want a Kevlar vest. What for exactly? That said, I'm a huge proponent of the Second Amendment. Uh, We need guns more than ever, especially with what happened to law enforcement in this case. Ironically, the argument for the Second Amendment was made by the police unwilling to go in or standing down when your kids are in a school being murdered. That tells you right there, you can't rely on the police. And that's if they haven't been defunded in your particular city. Plus, without guns, we'd still be in lockdown, like Australia or Canada or worse. It's an ugly situation. It's a three-layer pie of absolute shit, and it's depressing and scary, and there's no easy answers. But I just had to get my thoughts out on that. God bless the families. Let's pray the needle gets moved. But my expectations are low. Understand the square we're on. Accept it, even if it's ugly. The alternative is more chaos. And many of us don't want that. We all don't want that. And with that, I am off my soapbox. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Recommend to a friend if you enjoyed this podcast. Thanks to Andy Poland for jumping on today. As always, have yourself a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time. hundred and sixty two games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props, galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit three hundred dollars and play with two hundred dollars instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. 
Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com.